0: Greetings folks, this is Mason Weaver. Welcome to the Mason Weaver Show. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Um, This show is sponsored by Leave the Plantation Organization, a group that we founded two years ago in February to get people's head out of slavery onto freedom. Uh, We can be located at leavetheplantation.org. Join us, send us your email address. Uh, Subscribe to a lot of the videos we have there. As we grow the site, you will learn more and more about what's going on in this world. And I want you to, uh, to invite you to be a participant as we expand ourselves this year. and this year, we're gonna have events around the country. At least that's our intentions. We need your support to do that. So go over and join us and visit us at leadtheplantation.org. And especially our daily news analysis that comes out. We have news stories throughout the world on different topics that you may not get other places. We all understand that social media is the land and domain of our enemies. We know they're against us, we know they hate us, we know they're trying their best to confuse us and separate us. We do need them for communications and connections in this world, but we must not be of them and by them. So on leavetheplantation.org, you're gonna find information that you can use to help you guard yourself against that as we go stronger and stronger out here. As a matter of fact, on our site, we have a story, a news story. I want to invite you to go every day to our news site, leadthepentation.org. And on that site, you're going to find uh, something called a One World Religion Headquarters. They're going to build a One World Religion Headquarters. You see, religion to the world is just a, a way of organizing people and getting them a thought process to follow the instructions of those who are ruling. A religion to the world is just a mechanism to, to manage the slaves. Uh, these people don't believe in God, or they, if they do believe in God, they hate God, and they try to establish uh, a religious uh, organization just to maintain control of our thinkings and our moral actions. So these these well-intended religious leaders are going to get together, and they're going to um, have a, a headquarters built uh, opening in 2022, headquarters in uh, it's called the Abrahamic Family House and it's being built on the island in the Middle East, Abdul Dhabi and it's it's going to be a great place for all the religions, the main the main three religions of the world to come together. The Pope is organizing it along with a Saudi uh, Islamic person and they're going to come together and we're Jews, and they're all going to come together because we have to get along. We all we all worship the same God, and we must find a way to have peace among ourselves. That is the calling of these religious leaders, including the Pope. You can find this whole article on our site, leadtheplantation.org. And it sounds so nice. It sounds so wonderful. They paint such a great picture. And, and you ladies know for sure. What it means when a guy is whispering to you, I'm really going to take care of you. It's going to be okay. You know they're lying. It's hypnotic. We all want peace. Who doesn't want peace? But you're not going to find peace until the Prince of Peace comes back. I'm sorry for you guys who believe that you can create peace by thinking and feeling and hoping. I'm just sorry for you. If you think that peace and prosperity is going to come because you feel like it that doesn't, doesn't work that way. And us old folks that have seen it too many times, but this is really strange. At the beginning of this this year, we've had the pandemic and they have a new strand coming out. Trust me, when they get the Delta under control, there's gonna be another one. And they're gonna mandate that you take the vaccine, just just as a power play. I don't know if anything is in the vaccine or not. I don't know, I'm hearing, I'm hearing reports. That's say, well, I'm not gonna chase ghosts. I'm not gonna chase if they got something in it or if they got some secret plan, I don't care. I do not care about that. I don't care about the New World Order. I don't care about the Bilderbergs. I do not care about the Masonic temple. I do not care because I know that God has this. He has told us what's gonna happen. He's told us who's gonna come against us. He's told us what he's going to do in the end. And do not gonna, I believe that. So these clowns will not, will not succeed in what they're trying to do. But you have the Pope now leading a conference of all the other religions, people, to come under a, a leadership. And it's going to be really wonderful, folks. Um, you understand that Arabs and Christians and Jews uh, all have different, completely different points of view of living, moral standards, and so forth. So they will not, I mean, they're going to have this place in a country that forbids churches from having a cross on the building. They're going to have this in a country that, that, that forbids under penalty of severe punishment that you do not convert a Muslim, and they're going to have this this place of harmony built there. <laughs> it's just it is foolishness, and it's funny. And but we have to be able to think about it, analyze it, approach it, and then spotlight it. We can't make it. We can't be stabbed being called names. They're going to call us all kind of names. They call Jesus all kind of names. They're going to call your names. So let's look at the concept. Do we really believe that we are to? Um, have some kind of one world religious beliefs that we can come to and understand and, and plan and execute? Are we going to believe that? Is it going to be something that we can hold on to? Or is it something that God didn't even expect us to do or require us to do or tell us to do? That's the, I mean, are we here to get along together with religions? And I want you to get your comments on that because you can always email me at masonweaver.com. At Mason and we can see if we're gonna be able to to have a place where we can sit back and think about it and analyze it. Are we supposed to be separate from all these religions? Are we supposed to reject their their hand of peace? Are we supposed to uh, criticize and ridicule their attempt to bring us all together in brotherly love? Will we ever have a unity of all the religions? Will we ever have a unity of the major religions? Uh, Are we all under one home? Do we all have one father, Abraham? Do we all have one, one pillar of belief systems going to bring us harmony? Can man by himself and his religious beliefs bring world harmony? That's the question. What we are saying is that, first, we have to admit, if you study these three religions, which is Judaism, Muslim, and Christianity, if you study these three religions, is there anything in those studies that make you think that we can all accept each other in peace and harmony? Um, I mean, is there, is, there, is there a place for Allah and God? Is there a place for Allah to, to recognize that, that God has a son? That's what's going to be required. Uh, do we believe that we can do this? No, somebody has to win, folks. Someone has to win. So They got the the strongest faith, the most dominant faith on this planet is Christianity. I don't care about the numbers you hear about the Muslims are increasing at a higher rate. Well, yeah, you know, if you had $1,000 and I have $100 and you increase your wealth by $100, you know, you you have $1,000 of of an increase. But if you have $100 and increase it by $100, you have had a 100% increase. You're growing faster than I'm growing. You know, the Christian belief is still the most dominant religion on this planet and is the most powerful religion on this planet because the message is the most powerful message on this planet. And the only way these other shaded religious beliefs can exist is that they lower the power the brightness of our belief system. They must water us down. They must get us to compromise on our principles. They must get us to be fair and tolerant of others' points of view while we we accept their control or influence over our points of view. So... I'm asking: Is it possible? Who can bring forth all the religions of the world, all the top three? That's that's given what they're trying to do right now. Let's say the the Pope, the Catholics, and the uh, the, the Sunni uh, Sunni Muslims, and the, the, the Jewish, whatever domination they are, can come together and find a way to to thread harmony and peace among themselves when they are totally alienated to each other in beliefs and doctrines. They won't expect you to do this. So go to our site and look at that article. LeadThePlantation.org. Look at that, analyze it, and see if you want to you know, want to participate in that. Now, we're going to take a break. I'm going to do a commercial. Uh, first, I want to tell all of you interested, uh, we're going global. We're now on iHeartRadio. We're reaching uh, the entire internet world, and we can bring your products to face. Uh, we're going to have events. We need sponsors and other things. But meanwhile, if you want to advertise on our show, advertise on the Mason Weaver Show. We have a very loyal listenership. Then so you give us a call, give us, you know, email me, but email Lisa for advertising, Lisa at leavetheplantation.org. Let's talk about the terms. We're just getting started. We have a new program for the uh, inaugural advertisers. You get a little discount, a little benefits. What we'll do, we'll also bring you on an interview you on your product and your stance and why you're in business and what your product would do for us. So, you know, give us a shout, uh, contact Lisa at leavetheplantation.org. Org, and let's talk about your product and having a partnership with us. Uh, I'm writing a, a 13th book. Uh, the working title is uh, "No Job, Just Income." I'm going to be instituting my speaking tour this year. We're going to be going around spreading the gospel of prosperity, the gospel, and not gospel, not prosperity ministry. I'm not one of those, uh, but I think you're required to earn a living in this in this world. And take care of your own to be more independent. If you have income coming in, you will not have to worry about government index as much as somebody else. So, we're going to talk about how to control your income for generations and how to set up uh, cash flow for your children and grandchildren. there to be a series of speeches that we're going to have coming around. If you're interested, uh, contact me, Mason at leavetheplantation.org, if you want to bring me or any of my other speakers out to uh, address your group. Now, back to this program. You know, what does God say about this? You know, you can have three religious beliefs and three separate views of the same God. You know, different angles, different views. That is that what's going on here? You see, the Muslims and the Jews believe in Abraham. It was their father. So that connection will keep them connected. This is why they're fighting. They're fighting each other because they're fighting over their daddy's inheritance. So can they come in peace and talk about their daddy's inheritance? Because the Muslims believe that belongs to them. Because um, Hagar's son was the firstborn. And due to traditions in those days, the firstborn got the inheritance. But God said, no, you and Sarah Abraham. I did say you and that little girl over there. You and Sarah are going to have this baby and you're going to raise him. He's going to be the <laughs> and, uh, and, and so now the promise that God made to Abraham is through Sarah. And that's the Jews. So they're fighting. Can they actually come together now? when they have two totally different moral standards to stand on. The Pope believes they can. The Pope believes that they can have an emotional connection that will allow them to come together and bring harmony. But what does God say about that? You know, in, in Moses, in, in Amos 9, 15, Amos 9, chapter 9, verse 15, it says, and I will plant them upon their land. They shall no more be pulled up out of their land, which I have given them," said the Lord of Hosts. That is saying they will plant Israel where He gave the land to Abraham one last time. He tells you when it's going to happen, and you guys have to read your Bible. I'm not your preacher, and if you got a preacher, ask them. But I suggest you get your Bible open and crack it open yourself and read it. Uh, they're going to. He said they're going to. He's going to plant them one last time one place, and it's going to be um, for the last time. It won't be conquered again. Well, Israel is back in their last place. They're there. Uh, They tried to put them in South America. They tried to put them any place else other than the Middle East because God said that's where they're going to be. And Israel is there right now in the face of all these countries that did not want them, that they're there where God said they're going to be. And they're there. The reason the Jews are chosen is not because they're greater or better a special, God chose a man, Abraham, and said, because of your faith, I'm going to do this, 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 and bring the Savior through you, your your, your downsides. So, Israel is there as a testimony to God keeping his word, and Satan hates God and wants to make God not keep his word, so everything Satan is doing is to bring down the Jews and their new brothers, the Christians. That's the goal of satanic belief systems. So if you're worshiping a God that is not the God of Israel, if you're worshiping a God that is not the God of the Creator, you are worshiping a false God, and that false God cannot work with God Almighty. It's unscriptural. And I don't care if the Pope says it or your daddy says it. It is unscriptural if you believe that's going to happen. So these three people coming together want something other than world peace. They seek something else other than world peace because God said you're not going to have world peace until the prince of peace comes. So the attempts of man to come together, and what Moses said, I mean, uh, Amos said, I'm going to, God said in Amos, I'm going to plant them upon their land. They will not ever be defeated again. So that's going to be the promise of God, folks. And I'm, I'm surprised that some of you don't understand that. Look at what, what God said in 2 Corinthians Chapter 6, verse 17. If we want to know, can we live with these other religions? Can we We can live with them, but can we fellowship with them? Can we worship with them? Can we rightfully divide the word of God and study with the unbelievers? Because, folks, if you are a Muslim to a Christian, you are an unbeliever. If you are a, if you are a Christian to an atheist, you're an unbeliever. If you are a Christian to a Satanist, you're an unbeliever. And God said, so come out from among unbelievers and be separate, says the Lord, and do not touch what is unclean. And I will graciously receive you and welcome you with favor. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17. So come out, not join, not mingle, not tolerate, not socialize, not make them feel good about themselves. Come out from among unbelievers. And be separate, says the Lord, and do not touch what is unclean. And I will graciously receive you and welcome you with favor. That's what the God of Abraham says. If you believe it, then you may want to do that. If you don't believe it, then you may want to do something else, but you cannot compromise. You can't say, well, God, I think maybe. But God, I feel maybe. But God, they're trying to be nice. Are we supposed to make friends? Are we supposed to be tolerant? Why can I be so judgmental, God? You can do all of that if it makes you feel better. But God Almighty said, come out from among them. Come out from among them. You cannot have your light and darkness at the same time. You cannot have the truth and a lie at the same time. So you need to decide, church. You need to decide, America, what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. Because God Almighty will react and act based on our faith. Faith is a verb. So I've asked the Pope, Uh, what Bible are you reading, Pope? What, what are you trying to what are you trying to organize and stand, Pope? Are you saying that you are powerful enough to change the very written word of God Almighty? Is that what you're saying? I don't believe you are. But that's what I'm hearing. So I want to know what you guys think. My name is Mason Weaver, and my email address is mason at leadtheplantation.org. And uh, you can find us here at the Mason Weaver Show, even on iHeartRadio. We're expanding quickly. Uh, we're establishing ourselves quickly. We have some great announcements coming up in the next couple of episodes about events, live events we, we're going to have. If you want the Mason Weaver Show to come and have an event in your location, uh, we're going to do something for of the King's month, his birthday month. His birthday was January the 15th, but we're going to take the whole month and try to celebrate it all over this country because we have to get back to the true message of Dr. King. His king, I call him Dr. King so folks can hear what I'm saying, because you believe how many people they do not know he was a Reverend. Uh he used to be called Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, but the world took away Reverend and made him Doctor King because the world appreciates and celebrates man-made titles and honor, but God calls you to be a Reverend. So Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, that Mm -hmm. month we tried to celebrate it, and we're gonna have events. Probably uh, in multiple cities around this country. If you want to have one there, you contact me at Mason at leavetheplantation.org or Lisa uh, at LeaveThePlantation org, and we can work on a schedule to get myself out there. I want to buy the speakers out to your events, and we we can have a, a an event there under the name of Leave the Plantation in your city. So contact us. It's also important that you know we have books available. Uh, I've written 12 books. We're also trying to make connections to other authors to have their books available to us. Uh, We have some study guides we want to put out. We have some courses, some video courses that we want to put on our site. I've had an arrangement with a very, very famous historian, great author and teacher. We're going to put this stuff on our sites and other people we're talking about. uh, And that site to be a full bus site on four different topics, spiritual, political, cultural, and economic. And we're going to be able to, to to have that available to you. So back to our, our topic. Folks, we need to decide if we're going to worship God or not. It really is that clear. Politics is irrelevant. Politics is is the God of Baal. It, it is the it is the worship of Baal. They think that mankind can try, solve all man's problems if the other clowns just submit to us. That's that's government. And all over this planet throughout history. Government job is to come against the people organizing under God. Every problem in scripture, every problem you see in scripture with God's people came from government. Jesus Christ was born in Bethlehem because his family had to travel there to pay their taxes. Every problem when Christ comes back is a government problem called war. Uh, you will not see a problem in scripture that does not involve the government. It is a natural enemy of God. So we got to be careful. And our founding fathers knew that. And they tried to be very careful that you cannot let this government grow fast. It will outgrow you and control you. They had stops, safety stops in there. The people, the vote of the people. And they even said, "You know, you this this is not a government for the unchristian, unrighteous. You cannot have this kind of government with unrighteous people because they will control and rule. And, and they believe, you know, the, the social side of, of thinking believes that if they starve enough, they beg you to take control of their life. If they have enough crisis in their life, they beg you to control it. That's why every time you have a Republican in power, you have riots, you notice that? You have disorder, you have homeless, you have disaster, you have anger, you notice that? Now that Biden's is in, pro- in power, When's the last time you had a, a, a cop shot a black man? Apparently it doesn't happen under, under Democrats. When's the last time FTFA showed up and burned down your stores? When's the last time Black Lives Matter demonstrated? Since Biden was elected, there's all peace and harmony. Apparently apparently no cops are killing black men. Apparently nobody's racist to each other. Apparently that we all getting along together. Now you don't have to have conversations in restaurants. Say his name, say his name, say his name. You don't have the, the, the shootings anymore. You don't have like in Seattle, uh, rioters taking over six square blocks of the city for weeks. All of a sudden, whenever we get a Democrat, there's no name, no control. There's nothing needed because they want to have the image of got it under control. When you know when Democrats are in power, the people suffer. The people suffer. So how, what do we do? We, we, have, we now have a situation where our government is telling the church that you are not relevant you are not relevant, church. Our founding fathers thought the church was the only relevant thing out here to keep us safe and sane. Back in, when I was a child, churches were an honored part of the community, but they're hated now because they don't pay taxes and it's all your government wants. is your taxes. So, I want you to notice something. You don't see very many new churches coming along. They don't even call themselves churches any longer. Community center, fellowship hall, anything else but a church, because the the planners and the folks issuing licenses do not like the name church. They think you're a burden on taxpayers because you don't pay taxes. I believe your pastor should go ahead and pay your taxes. Give give back your 5013 C. Stop being a nonprofit. You're not making a dime on that nonprofit. Nobody gives you money for a tax write-off. They're not doing that. So you have to understand what's happening. Don't do it to yourself. Don't do your congregation. Don't Set yourself up for the government to come and tell you what you can and cannot say. Do not allow the government to tell you when to meet. Resist that. Say no to that. Uh, You want popularity? Be a a light in your community and say, we're not going to shut down. You're not going to tell me we're non-essential, but the prostitutes on the corner is essential. You're going to tell us we're non-essential, but the liquor store, the pot dispensary is, is essential? Are you kidding me? You're gonna tell me that I cannot praise God loudly in church settings. That I cannot hug my parishioners. I cannot sing praises because I may spread a disease that God cannot cure. Fear, fear. All they got is fear. Fear. Fear that someone's gonna get arrested. Someone's gonna be mad at you. Someone's gonna lose your job. Fear. You afraid of that? Paul said you're gonna suffer, and you may as well suffer for righteousness. Politics is made for fear, and fear freezes you where you are. Fear keeps you in place. If you walk down your hallway tonight, get a glass of water. It's pitch black. You don't want to turn the light on because the light will keep you awake. Okay, so you walk down the hallway and you hear a noise. You hear a noise. What do you do? You freeze. You stop. You retreat. Because fear is designed to keep you where you are. But if you're bowling bad and tuck an arm, you're going forward. You want to find out what that noise is. You want to confront that noise, and that, and that noise is fake, and it will disappear right before you. That's the light of God. If we show our light, darkness must, folks, it must retreat. It cannot stand in the presence of light. Darkness cannot exist in the presence of light. Light destroys it. That's why they want to keep our light from shining. The Bible says, let your light shine. You cannot hide that light under, under a bushel. You cannot do that. But the world says, don't let your light shine because it's, it's, it's impolite. It's offensive. It, it makes, we can't win. I was told you cannot win unless you get a broader brush to stroke it. I'm sorry, it's not true. You can't win if you try to bring everybody in. You can't win if you do get broad because you're gonna have it, like these churches. You see them. You see them. You have unsaved donors giving the money to the pastor. Un- homosexual choir director, but you need a choir director. You, you have some donor base sitting there who hates God but, but loves the business associates in the church, confronting and controlling the pastor because the message of that money he gives is more powerful than the message that pastor is giving to the people. And you see it every day. There was a church in LA. In this is. A church in LA passed out 10,000 condoms to children in church service while the parents sat there. 10,000 condoms in church service. The ushers passed them down the collection plot, and, it, and the parents are supposed to take out the condoms and give to their sixth graders and below. Th- that's the nonsense going on. And he led nine other churches in giving out condoms in the church. Not only did anyone not say anything, the governing boards praised him for it. Other churches praised him for it. He was praised with the community because he was saying, he told me, Mason, there's a lot of AIDS going on here, and I want the people, the kids to be safe. With a straight face, with sternness in his voice, he told me, we want them to be safe. And I asked him, you mean tell me, pastor, you found a safe way to sin? Are you kidding me? Leading and what happened to the parents sitting in the church service? Why would you sit under this clown? The people of God are trying to compromise with the people of darkness. That's why we allow our children, we're sacrificing our children. by putting them in these game prep government schools. By allow, allowing them to have access to these Hollywood weirdos and freaks. We allow them to dress like they're too old to dress. We allow them to think about things and have have control over their minds and souls by people who do not love them. We allow that because we're trying to be, we're too busy now working. We're too busy now chasing our own dreams. We're too too busy now. And and politics, we're allowing them. We know they hate God. We know they hate us. We allow them to govern. and We think we got a victory where we can come back up and point out their faults. They don't care about their faults. They care that you want to just sit there and try to argue with them on doing right. They're not gonna change and we're not gonna change them. We're not even required to change them, folks. We're required to tell them. The gospel is to go and tell them, not to convince them. It's been too much doggone time, arguing and debating with someone. It's, it's, it's It's like trying to wake someone who's pretending to be asleep. You cannot wake someone who's pretending to be asleep. So folks, I'm calling for the politically active. This election cycle, we're going to try a different technique, a different approach. Here it is. Take your Bibles to the voting booth. Put the ballot on the Bible. And choose your position based on the word of God, period. Don't let the world separate you by your differences. That's their technique. Don't let your, your, your the world tell you about being black or being white or being rich or being poor, East Coast or West Coast. Don't let them tell you that. If you belong to the race of Christ, if you are a son or daughter of God Almighty, you are required to act like you are. You don't need a three religious heads to come together and tell you that. You don't need to have some politician to tell you that. You need the word of God to tell you that. So this is Mason Weaver. I want you to join us every broadcast. Sign up for notifications of my broadcast. We're going to have guests here. I want you to join us as we proclaim the light to the darkness. I need your support. I need your love. I need your prayers. We're going to take this bull by the head. We're going to bring light to darkness. We're going to shine in darkness. We're going to win this because every time we show up, every time we show up, we win. This is Mason Weaver. Join us at LeadThePlantation.org and give us your comments at mason at leadtheplantation.org. We love you. Keep praying for us. We're going back here doing our thing. We're going to be making this this work and make it stop. It will not stop until we stand up. It will not stop until we show up. So stay right or be left. Eternity is a long time to be wrong. Take care.